0: Yeah, oh, Thanks indeed. Welcome into Culture Corner and I'm joined in studio indeed uh, by uh, Luke Morgan and Jake Morgan because they've got an interesting uh, project ahead and they're looking for people to get involved in it. And uh, gentlemen, good morning to both of you. Thanks you for joining us uh, today.
1: How are you, Keith? How are you, Keith? Good. How's it going? Correct. Good,
0: good, good. Talk to me a little bit, um, Luke. You've got a major project, so you have, and you're looking for participants.
1: We are indeed, yeah. We've got an, uh, an open call to announce for... Uh, a new stage musical that we are producing um, under the banner of our production company, Morgan Brothers. The clue is in the title. Um, (laughs) uh, And it's a a show full of magic and humour and love for all the family. So we're looking for singer-actors, we're looking for uh, musicians um, to join our team and to make up what will be quite an exhilarating... um, project mm. for the stage later this year
0: jake how long and what type of commitment would you be looking at uh, when you for the people you're looking for
2: we'll be looking at a rehearsal period for uh, about two months in summer so i think starting in july uh, through to through august and then the shows will be in september the first week of september
1: and where are you putting them on
2: we're going to be in the town
1: hall theater and hallowed ground, yeah. Hallowed ground. For any <laughs> Galwegian uh,
0: person who's involved in the arts, but this is no, this is not a simple kind of production. You brought in, uh, well, you make, well he made it with you, Kurt Rosenberg. Uh, who is Kurt Rosenberg?
1: Kurt Rosenberg is the next great American composer. Uh, he reached out to us uh, via Twitter. Actually, he reached out to Jake's personal Twitter account. Yeah. So,
2: myself and Kurt, uh, we did a project before this uh, where I orchestrated his music, and it's kind of the same setup for this musical, as he, he creates the songs, he puts the chords to the melody, and then I expand it out for the orchestra, or for a pit band.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so he's been working on this musical on and off for about 25 years, and we're just so honoured to be chosen as the ones who are going to bring it to uh, fruition at last, and um, you know, to do it in our hometown mm. of Galway, with the vibrant, you know, creative community that exists here, and the ecosystem that we've, you know, we've been working within for the last number of years, it's just so exciting.
0: And what is it called? Or have you put a name on it yet?
1: The show is called For the Lack of Laura,
0: which for the Lack of
1: Laura. I think has a good ring to it. Yeah. yeah. It does. So it's (laughs) about, yeah, it's about a young... So did Laura get left out, like? (laughs) (laughs) What's she at? Yeah, Laura is a young woman who is looking for true love, um, same as anybody else, I guess. And And
2: she can travel through time and space to different time periods, different countries That's to find that. And still know, can't find to sample. Out, really. yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, she, makes f- court, for the <laughs> she makes a... music. She makes a Faustian bargain um, with a, an evil sor- sorceress called Gwendolith and... Uh, what does Faust just mean Yeah, it just sounds good. I don't know. <laughs> you have to say these words when you're in the
0: arts, you know. Yeah, exactly. So it sounds like That's you know what you're talking about. That's the
1: Morgan Brothers.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. There'll
2: be people listening who are like, oh yeah, Luke, he's at it again. Yeah. There's Faustian... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Why is Ali trying to throw his eyes to heaven? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: So for the lack of Laura, but it, it, I mean, putting on something like this is financially... Fairly, yeah. it's, it's large money now because you're talking about a big set, you're talking about a big...
1: We have got some experience um, down through the years. we put on musical productions before, our very own Immortal project a couple Mm -hmm. of years ago during COVID. And then before that, we did an adaptation of Crime and Punishment, people might remember, in the McLally, uh, which had a strong musical component. I guess because one of us, one half of our company is... Musical. Uh, yeah, Jake is is a very talented composer in himself. So we tend to gravitate towards projects that have a strong musical contingent. Um, but yeah, we 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 are embarking on this project because we feel like it'll really resonate with a Galway audience. And yeah, we just we're looking for people to get involved. Like even if you're you're there and you're at your sink and you're wondering, oh, I'd love to get back into and I haven't done it for, for ages, we'd really encourage people to, to get in touch with us. Um,
0: How good do you need to be?
1: Well, I mean, some experience would be would be preferable necessary, and necessary, yeah, um, yeah. and there's going to be an auditions process, you know, we're going to have a panel of people helping us decide who would be right for the role, but we're really looking for such a variety of of, of, of so demographics.
0: Where do you want them to go to, and what do you want them to do, Jake, then?
2: So, so we want the them musical
0: man here now. <laughs> <laughs> you can pull the cords, Go
2: on. We want them to email in a self tape of them singing, uh, like a video audition to musicals at more or musical at morganbrothers.ie, um, and then so the date the deadline for for your auditions to be sent in is going to be March first, and then there'll be a call callback um, for auditions. Um, to see who gets the part on, what date is that? That's the 11th. The 11th yeah. of March.
1: So we're hoping to do a hybrid model of like, you know, make it as easy for, as possible for people to apply initially um, and then we'll we'll shortlist some applicants and see a number of people in person.
0: So they have to do um, a video or get someone to do a video of themselves performing something. Uh, yeah, uh, and maybe some an outline of their
2: experience. Yeah, and m-
0: music of some sort or otherwise, yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. it is a musical, so know sure. you can.
1: Yeah, people yes. who have done this kind of thing before, they they likely will have a video of them singing something. Um, all, all we're asking is that you send that to us at musical at morganbrothers as well as a CV, as Jake said, or a mm-hmm. brief outline of your experience.
0: And are you looking for volunteers or is it, is it commercial? I mean, is there money in it for? No, those? it's paid. It's, it's
1: going to be a, it's going to be a paid production. Yeah, so wow. uh, everybody will be paid a professional fee, and um, you know, it's not often that. There are opportunities uh, like this available in going.
0: Goal. With it, you get something like that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I only saw last week, I saw Gums production of American Idiot and I was so impressed with the work that was done on that production by you know by the students. Um so I that mean it's a college, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's not just young people we're looking for, we're looking for all demographics. We're looking for older men, we're looking for older women, we're looking for people in their middle ages, we're looking for young men and women as well. We're looking for all accent types, mm-hmm. all backgrounds. Everybody is welcome.
0: Young girl mm-hmm. from um or more that did the uh, choreography on that, and she got a standing ovation on the last night.
1: For an American Idiot. Yeah, yeah. It was exceptional. The choreography, in, in, in particular, the energy of that show definitely inspired us yeah. a lot.
0: Yeah. one of the Finn family, so she is there. They're big farmers mm-hmm. out there. But uh, oh. she loves choreography, and she's she's damn good at it. So yeah,
1: anybody to- who knows me knows that I haven't the hope of dancing, <laughs> <laughs> being a choreographer in my no, lifetime. So we definitely yeah. need help with that. Yeah. <laughs> mom, if you're listening, I, I can make my mom happy by doing a dance for her because it's, uh, it's comically bad.
0: <laughs> well, if your mom's laughing at you.
1: I know, yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a great
0: set of really affairs, and truly. Look at this stage. I think there's no
1: role for you in yeah, for,
0: yeah, yeah. for the lack of Laura, even if you could find her and bring her back. No, that's no, it, no. That's it. So again, so you need two months commitment. It's um, financially rewarding, rewarding for you. And then goes to a stage in September.
1: Yeah, so we're going to be rehearsing over the summer. And, um, you know, before then, there'll be a period of incubation where we're, we'll are we be asking people to learn the songs. There's 26 new original songs um, that will be sure to, you know, get in stuck inside your mm. ear. Um, and do you,
0: are you going to bring it on the road?
1: That's the plan, yeah. So we're going to start with a run of shows in Galway and see how it goes down, basically, and um, take on board... Because I think with with theatre, you never really know whether something is working or not until you put it up on stage and you Mm. put it in front of an audience. And it's always the moments that you think are going to work.
0: Yeah. And musically, are you going to have the big orchestra or what are you going to do?
2: Yeah, we're going to have a... a kind of a pit of 10 musicians around. Um, So we'll actually, we'll be looking for expressions of interest from musicians in the locality as well. You know, people who are string players, string um, quartets, uh, traditional instrumentalists as well.
0: Um, If you're multi-instrumentalist, even better. (laughs) So yeah, I don't fit any category, so you're fine. You, you'll you be safe. You want, I won't be blind. So musical uh, M U S I C A L at Morganbrothers.ie. That's Bureau T A T R S. That's
1: That's it, yeah. And you can find more info on our website, Morganbrothers.ie, or indeed on our Facebook pages as well. But
0: Okay, come back in and let us know will you how you're getting on. Yeah. So the yeah. The, the, the times are really tight, guys, so they are so you have to get them. Uh, get them in fairly quickly. Uh, so the times are tight. So get to um, Morgan Brothers uh, Musical at Morgan for further details. And closing date for that is the 1st of March, and they'll be making decisions on the 11th of March. So come back to us and let us know from there. Then come back April, let us know. Guys, thanks indeed for joining us. Quick commercial break. We're back just after these. We will leave that email address, by the way, in reception in case you want it. But musical at Morgan
4: Hello, and you're very welcome to Irish Protect with me, John Morley. Coming up on the programme today, we look at ocean literacy in primary education with Dr. Noreen Burke, Ocean Explorers Education Programme Services Manager, and Colette Fiori, Centre Principal at Galway Hooker Sailing Club, and Teacher at Skull Regia in Shantla. If you want to get a comment into today's programme, you can do it our text from WhatsApp number, that's 0863833553, email irisprotect at galwaybayfm.ie. If you want to find more information on this initiative by Commission demand and the IBI, go on to RSProtect.ie where you can take the carbon footprint calculator and also complete a very quick survey. All that plus lots lots more coming up on this edition of Rs2 Protect. And a very good morning to you. Welcome into today's programme. As I say, I'm joined in studio by Dr. Noreen Burke, who is the Explorer's Education Programme Services Manager, and also by Colette Fury, who is a teacher in Skullvrigia, and also a Centre Principal at Galway Hooker Sailing Club. You're both very welcome into the studio today. And uh, Dr. Noreen Burke, I might start with you first. to Tell me a bit about this programme and what it actually entails. Good
5: morning, John. Uh, lovely to talk to you. Um, so... The Explorers Education Programme has been running uh, in Ireland, particularly in the west of Ireland, I suppose, since 2006. It's funded and supported by the Marine Institute. And over the last more than 15 years, the programme has engaged with hundreds and hundreds of classes here in County Galway and thousands of schoolchildren. But a number of years ago, we identified... The potential, I suppose, for a whole school project, the idea of having a project that not only worked with the class and brought marine and the ocean into one classroom within a school, but embraced marine in a whole school environment, got parents involved, community members, you know, went out to community initiatives. And so the healthy, Oceans Ocean Champion Initiatives Awards started a number of years ago and they've been going really really well here in Galway.
4: I know there's a lot of different categories involved as well.
5: There is yeah now some of these categories may not mean you know much to somebody who doesn't work with the ocean like one of the categories is for ocean literacy that might be a new term to people but really that's a school celebrating their understanding of the ocean's connection to them and then their impact and influence on the ocean. Other categories are outdoor environment, uh, cross-curricular, caring for our ocean. So really there's huge potential there for a school to take whatever topic, you know, they're focused on or they've got a real interest in and just using marine to bring it all together.
4: And one of your champions is Scalvrigia here in Chantla in Galway. And just tell me a bit about the the work they've done and how you've assessed it.
5: So, yeah, we're, we're so, so proud of the Galway schools, I have to say, and this, the work of Skull in and Chantal has been fantastic. Now, just to acknowledge, they had started some of this work, like, before we walked through the doors with the explorers, you know. Um, I suppose the Ocean Champion Awards that they won was really to celebrate the work that they have been doing for a number of years with the outdoor marine environment, getting their students involved in the ocean, in sailing, in learning about the sea, and in embracing it and I suppose really making a part of their whole school ethos.
4: Okay, now we're joined by one of the teachers in Scalvrigia, Clet Fiore, who's also a Centre Principal with the Galway Hooker Sailing Club. Uh, Clet, good morning, you're welcome into the programme today and just talk to us, uh, she's alluded to it there, Dr Noreen Burke has, but you've been doing this sort of work for a number of years in your school.
3: Good morning, John. Yeah, thanks. Um, we have it... Uh, the C- well so we set up um a project called sea school um it was kind of an idea of myself um and another member of the Galway Hooker Sailing Club i guess the idea came from my own experiences um i'd worked i'd taken a career break from from teaching and i'd worked away at sea um then i had come back to galway and i joined the galway hooker sailing club and then seeing that connection there between I guess, kids, particularly there in the city, so close to the ocean, so close to the sea and, you know, not knowing so much about it. Um, so it all just sort of came together for me and then the idea was kind of born of a of a, to run a project called Sea School. Um, so I guess, what is Sea School? Well, we, we use it within the classroom and outdoors and that's where it came in. Then we were able to submit our project idea for the... Uh, Uh, Explorers uh, Education Programme. So we... Some of it is based in class, um, so we can do, like, basic navigation with the kids, uh, teach them the history of Galway, Galway's maritime history, the Galway hookers, uh, just expose the kids to that. And then we're very lucky in that we're able to to go down to the... Well, the seashore, I guess, um, take the kids out on the boats because through the club and i also work with Goy Bay boaters so through through all those connections we've really kind of immersed ourselves in the community and gotten involved in all that and yeah the kids are loving it and it's just a great experience for them um yeah. we're also able to do a lot of shore work um like seashore um like rock pooling and you yeah. know so there there was great scope there for what i wanted to do um and yeah i think if you have someone to drive this sort of stuff and the staff and the kids in in they are great, and they're really into the whole idea.
4: And now the award you got in recognition from the Explorers Ocean Champion School Award uh, the it was themed Healthy Ocean <coughs> Project. Tell me a bit about that.
3: Yeah, so we focused on the outdoor marine um, aspect of of the project, um, and I guess the 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 main concept of it was to use outdoor education uh, to enhance uh, kids' learning. So particularly from COVID times, um, we were encouraged, you know, to get kids out. And I think then it kind of became, oh, we can use outdoors more as a classroom. Um, You know, so the weather isn't really an issue. If it's raining, just put jackets on the kids, you know. and, And so this wasn't an issue. So just to get outdoors and, and to build up that relationship with the sea and with the ocean and in the media in general nowadays I think there's so much emphasis on you know healthy ocean and no pollution and mm. you know all of that so we were able to take all of that also but I think the nice extra element that we were able to add is you know I've I've photos there of the kids out on the boats uh, just spinning around like having the time of their life you know and getting them to drive the boats and you know so it's a really unique experience for the kids and something that they'll, that they'll treasure i think
4: and was there a strong environmental aspect to this project as well in terms of was there beach cleans or anything like that
3: yeah so we were we did a lot of that down uh, particularly around clada and um, we also went out to salt hill Um yeah and we we did a lot of the groundwork in class you know spoke about the effects of pollution and and that and on the environment and then we were able to get the kids out and you know show them what's happening just there on on their doorstep Mm. um, and get them involved in yeah like you were saying beach cleanups we also did quite a bit with um, local fishermen um, and we worked with Goy Bay Seafoods and they did a lot with us on um, conservation measures you know in the fishing industry and and, yeah sustainability and like uh, exposing the kids to that side of things as well
4: Absolutely. It's very important work, Dr. Noreen Burke, as well. And I suppose the whole media literacy side of things and the ocean literacy side of things, very important for when they grow up that they continue this work into their, their later life.
5: Definitely, John. I mean, I think, first of all, you can see why the lads are such worthy winners of in Scullveries in Shantala. That's fantastic. Um, but yeah, look, the main thing I suppose to acknowledge is that not every single child that goes through our schools is going to end up working with the Marine. And not every child in Ireland is growing up on the coastline. Even some of our children here within our city, which are within a mile or two of the sea, may not necessarily have much experience of the ocean or feel a connection to it. So it's really, really important as individuals that we feel a connection to nature and the natural world and the ocean. As I said, you might not go on to be a marine biologist in 10, 15, 20 years' time, but, you know, those connections will help us to, I suppose, make difficult decisions probably in our lives that will you know far sustainability, far a more sustainable ocean and a more sustainable planet. Mm. So that is one of you know the main goals of the Marine Institute Explorers Education program is to really foster that care and passion and connection for the ocean. In all of the students we meet and all of the teachers and all of the schools, you know, mm. so students of all ages.
4: Well, I've said it on the programme before, but all roads lead to the ocean, whether that be rivers and streams and that. And that's where a lot of our pollution does end up as well. So very important, even for students who are not on the coastline.
5: Oh, to be... so, so important. I mean, I grew up myself in Tipperary, so I was nowhere near the coastline. And, you know, they, they reckon more than 90% of marine litter is coming from land-based sources. And anyway, it's not even that. I mean, the litter is just the end result. You have to think about it. If we don't turn off the source, the tap, then the litter doesn't stop. Like, we just keep picking it up. And, you know, so it's really those hard decisions about actually not buying that product in the first place. That's the really difficult bit. And Mm -hmm. look, I'm no angel myself, so I'm not going to judge anyone else. But it's, it's yeah, they're tough decisions, you know, to really have a to have a big impact on things like marine litter, carbon footprints, ocean protection, nature protection. Mm.
4: I think it's an important initiative and well worthwhile getting involved in as well. If people do want to get involved with it, I know applications will be opening quite soon as well.
5: Yeah, so the Explorers Education Program is available in counties all around Ireland. So if anyone's listening, and you know they're they've got maybe a friend or someone who's a teacher in another coastal county, please check out the Explorers website, Explorers.ie, and you'll find information there. Now, most of our school places are full in County Galway for this year. I have to say, Chabelle Regan, who is the Explorers Outreach Officer in Galway Atlantic Area is I think fully booked and I have a funny feeling she also has her two ocean champion schools for this year but look if there's schools out there that are really interested really want to get involved please please reach out to us you'll find all the details on the Explorers website or you'll find us on the Explorers Marine Education or uh, explorers.edu on social media um, we always want to talk to interested teachers in schools uh, and drive them cracked, don't we, Colette? Yeah, <laughs> and get them involved. The more, we the that. merrier, definitely. We, ne- yeah. we need everyone to really, you know, get involved in some way in this.
4: And you got a lot out of it, Colette.
5: We did, yeah. Um, I
3: guess it was nice to for the kids to have a focus on where this was all going. You know, um, they get really excited about C-School and, you know, what we're doing. But I guess for them to be able to put all the different aspects of it together. So say what we were doing in the classroom and then what we were doing out and then to have that. And then, of course, to win the award and when the guys came in from the Marine Institute, you know, with <laughs> the school hall was packed, <laughs> kids were buzzing. Oh, was Some of the junior infants weren't really sure what was going on, but they were just <laughs> super excited anyway. Um, yeah, and it was just it was just really good. I think it... it, it uh, like, it made the kids really proud of what they'd been doing and mm-hmm. that they were doing something that was being acknowledged other than me saying how great <laughs> and how amazing they are. You know, it was nice for them to hear it from somebody else.
4: Brilliant. Well, Clet Fiori, teacher in Squalve Regia and Centre Principal with the Galway Hooker Sailing Club and also Dr Noreen Burke, the Explorers Education Programme Services Manager. Thank you both for joining us on Irish to Protect.
3: Thanks, yeah. Thank you very much.
4: And that is all from this week's edition of Rs to Protect. Join us next Thursday at half past 11 for more environmental programming. rs to Protect, brought to you by Galway Bay FM, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman, with the television licence fee. Check out Protect.ie for more info.
0: A very good morning to you. Welcome into today's program. We're with you right through until twelve midday. I'm joined in studio by Blonith Nikaba and Roshin El Sharif because there's a stellar lineup indeed in the Town Hall Theatre next Monday night, and it's a gig for Gaza to raise much-needed funds. Blonith, can you tell me a little bit about this? How did this event come about?
6: Um, I suppose how it came about, Keith, was um, I organised another gig in Spittle out in Coon Studios um, around November, 29th, 29th of November, um, and at the time I suppose we were seeing so much about um, you know people coming together and organising gigs for Gaza and I felt we need to do one, I'm going to do one Galway, and um, it's a long time since I organised gigs, so I probably started off small and, um, you know, considering the... Absolute, you know, amazing musicians based here in Galway and out in Columara, Um People, you know, got on board straight away. Um, so we had a great night there. And um Cíán the One, Galway Trasani she's the renowned channel singer. Mm-hmm. Um, people know her well. She, she was um, performing on the night and um, at the time I was very conscious, you know, after seeing so much online, what was happening, the horrific atrocities, um, you know, I was very conscious that I wanted to know where the money was going. That it would go directly to Gaza, and um, Trasa had a direct contact there in Gaza with her dear friend Ahmed Al Najar, and he, um, Ahmed was uh, he was a, he's an English lecturer in Gaza. Um, he worked in Al Aqsa University, um, and he, I suppose, you know, he was in, in kind of facing his own suffering and you know his own colossal loss during this time. He lost, um, you know, family members and relatives were killed and friends and so on and, um, you know, he was directing his time now preparing food and providing mm. food for the people there so just the timing was, worked out really well and um, we had the gig and we sent the money to Ahmed. We ro- ro- we rose over €5,400 um, which is great and, you know, I'm so grateful to everybody that was involved between Kuhn Studios and people that roped in and um, helped and the artists and that and then, I was thinking, you know, at the time I felt I'd love to go bigger. So that's that's how this came about. And um, around New Year's, Town Hall got back to me and they had an availability. And um, then I just approached all these stars, these wonderful international musicians who are sharing their time so generously um, with us for Gaza.
0: But you, you have a huge lineup, so you have. And it's going yeah. to, I mean, you, you're calling it indeed, Galle, Galle of la Gaza. Sure. And... Um, but it, Roisin is one of those indeed. Uh, Roisin El sharif uh, sits uh, with us. Well, Roisin, morning to you. you. got the call for this, so you're performing on the night as well.
7: I did indeed. Um, Blonder and I ended up uh, meeting properly at, um, I think it was a, a, a talk um, yeah. uh, held in the trades was yeah, it the just Union? before the,
6: nas- la- the last national protest? Yeah, I yeah. Went up to Roisin like
8: I don't know. I'm one person. <pestering. laughs>
7: um, so she went
0: straight to you. So she did. But I mean, <coughs> y- you'd have a thought process about this because um, Palestine's very close to your heart.
7: It is indeed. I'm half Palestinian, half Irish, and um, like Blonad was saying, um, there was. Um, A wave of solidarity that uh, erupted in Ireland um, through the form of gigs and events um, held for like fundraisers for Palestine and for Gazans Um, and uh, we did a few of them before November with Irish artists for Palestine Um, and so I suppose the solidarity continues um, but this is absolutely a wonderful way to um, to show the culture, share the culture, and to ultimately show show your solidarity. And
0: I think solidarity is very important in all of this. And the fact that you have extended family over there, and your your you know your you're with your dad and that, it must be very difficult on him, and it must be difficult on you, because I mean, once you see the f- the pictures coming in at nighttime, it's very hard to wonder how are they surviving.
7: Absolutely. Like I've, I think in the last four to five months, I've seen some of the worst things I, I didn't even have the imagination for. Mm. Um, so, you know, and that's a horrific, <laughs> you know, it's, it's horrific to see the, the stuff coming out, but also the realization that um, absolutely I've been worried about family members and immediate family members that have already gone through this Um um maybe not the the word genocide but the the mass murder and killing and essentially ethnic cleansing palestinians yeah. of the land it is already it was it's already happened to my family um so it i did kind of wonder at times god <laughs> imagine seeing this twice mm-hmm. and just um seeing it once is bad enough to be honest um seeing it at all um but I suppose, like a lot of people around the world, um, you know, mobile phones weren't invented a lot of time, many yeah, years yeah, before. Yeah. So you know, we weren't as um, visually aware of how things go down in other parts. Do you yeah, know. Yeah.
0: And how would you describe your music then, Kanias Um <laughs> Well, I
7: I used to be in the. Um, you know emo sad girl uh, category a lot of teenage angst but definitely in um i'm going with a new a new format and it's um including my love of irish music and arabic music so i've Did you bring them to them together yeah a little bit i've got a few of my like favorite irish ballads <laughs> that i that i love to 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 sing and i've written a few arabic pieces to them and um playing Arabic songs which is actually a new a, a new door for me which now I'm surprised I can't believe it's a, like mm. I, how was I not singing in Arabic before because it, it feels it feels lovely but now I suppose
0: it's, it's empathetic towards the cause of everybody that's affected by this and there's a lot of people in Ireland that have relatives so maybe that music between the Irish and the Arabic gives them a sense of that somebody cares
7: maybe i mean i hope i hope so if if that's the sentiment people can take from it it's it's important to know that people care so you're not alone um definitely my um irish music is very a lot of it is very sorrow based and very deep and that actually fits in to Arabic music, which is like <laughs> literally soul destroying sometimes. <laughs> with how, with how um, desperate um, and beautiful it is. So mm. I think yeah. there's a common ground there in music in general. Yeah, yeah, there's. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, coming back to you, Blonda. Then, so I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the lineup here. So Roisin is there. You've got Lima Wiley and uh, Old Hill, Hallard Jabber, Jabber, uh, Brian McGrath, You know, the Roisin herself, uh, Ruth Smith, and uh, Fergal. Uh, Skål, Ono, and uh, others as well. So, how long will the concert be, or how long will the performance be?
6: Um, <laughs> on paper, <laughs> um, two hours and a half or so. So, you know, guaranteed a great night. And um, you know, again, I can't be, can't thank everybody so much for you know just offering their time. And mm. when I got in touch, people said, yeah, straight away. You know, they were happy to to be involved and. Um, expecting a great night and you know it's going towards a good cause and everybody you know people who um you know attending the concert the concerts they'll know exactly where the money is going and
0: Um, and how much do you hope to raise you raise 5,000 in November so what would you like to raise
6: oh, like? raising to double that if possible yeah the Yeah. Great, yeah.
0: will you take donations on the night as well as uh, oh sales?
6: yeah yeah, absolutely Yeah, we'll take anything we can, we can get and you'll <laughs> ship afterwards. it out
0: from there That's Roshan it, do you yeah. realise um, that Blondin's a huge fan of yours you see <laughs> <laughs>
6: groupie
0: <She's> just, <laughs> on the loose <laughs> she, she's just a, a big fan so, <laughs> yeah. so when all of this is over you'll have to kind of just you know you'll have to just man- manage the whole <laughs> situation on for a cup of
6: tea yeah. Oh my brother! <laughs> <laughs> a music collab or something.
0: Your, 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 your fan base is go, growing and growing and going so can they go to THT.ie and
6: get details? Tickets. Yeah, the tickets are available on the what, website what there are the,
0: What are the price of the tickets?
6: Um, So 35 euro and um, general admission and then 30 euro for concession
0: Right, so 35 and 30, and all the money goes directly then to yeah, that's it. Uh, the case. Yeah. Wouldn't it be lovely? We're kind of hoping that there'll be an announcement, um, Roshin, and indeed Blowness, there'll be an announcement in relation to a ceasefire. Wouldn't that just be magical, just,
7: would co- be, uh, con- yeah. just,
0: to, just to let people catch their breaths, because they've been from one end of Gaza to the other end of Gaza. What Hamas did uh, was wrong. Uh, it has escalated into what it is now. And without saying who's right or wrong in this regard, just people deserve a little bit of peace. I really do deserve a little bit of peace. Maybe prior to the concert on Sunday, if we had a ceasefire, it would be a celebration as well as a wonderful concert.
6: That's it, yeah, exactly.
0: All right, guys, thanks indeed for joining us. Roisin, thank you for popping into us. Blonda, thank you for popping into us. And uh, again, tht.ie for further details. And to get us uh, towards the end of the programme, I'm going to give you a, a sample of the work indeed and the music uh, by Roisin al Sharif. She really and truly is so, so talented. So again, further details, 091569777 or THT.ie. And this gives you a sample of uh, what Rosine spoke about there and her music. And this is called On Love Again.
8: Sunset Blues got you far away. Happy juice made you sad today. Oh how'd you get to the other side? How'd you get to the other side? Where the water's cold and the tide is high.
0: One of the most original voices I've ever come across.
8: Flies,
0: That's called love Again. Further details on Roshin El Sharif, E L C H E R I F. For further details, or you can go to uh, THC.e. We have a very special request, by the way, for a very special person in this building. His name is Marcus Holland. He's our financial controller upstairs here. He's from College Road, but he's celebrating his birthday today. Well, we think it was either yesterday, today, or tomorrow. So we picked the middle day. We're celebrating his birthday today. So if you know Marcus, do wish him a very happy birthday because all of us do here. You might know him from the Car Rowing and Yachting Club. He has many friends and family, lives in College Road. And he's the financial controller here for the group uh, for a long number of years. So a long, long number of years. But it's his birthday. So do wish him a happy birthday if you see him walking home this evening or otherwise. And um, from all the gang in by AFM and the team in the Connacht Tribune and all that happens, and all those based upstairs, can we wish him a very, very happy, happy, a very happy birthday today. He's uh, just a lovely guy, a great guy. But if you know him, drop him a text, give him a call or otherwise, and wish him a very happy birthday, because he deserves it. Now I can tell you a secret, he's a few years older than me, not too much. So it's a significant birthday. So we wish him all the best. So if you know Marcus Holland, College Road Galway, one of our colleagues here for a long number of years, and it's great to have him in the building. He is the voice of reason. When I lose the plot, he's the voice of reason. So a very happy birthday to him and um, to his brother and his sisters and all the rest of the team. I take it they'll have a surprise party for him tonight. Hope so. That is it for today and happy birthday again to Marcus on that. Tomorrow on the programme, Thrower launches the campaign for a yes vote. Family and care referendums there. All roads lead to the outing this weekend. City Tribune headlines with Dave O'Connell. The Countess is urging the public to vote no in the upcoming referendums. I'm getting worn out about that already, do you know that? Once our productions present the hair and Galway Thoughts indeed, we have a panel tomorrow with you. We'll be looking at John Bruton indeed whose funeral is taking place. Friday and Saturday we'll also be looking at that uh, Centre of Excellence in the airport and we'll also be looking at GP's that's on go with us tomorrow sports preview with Ollie Turner and the crew there but John Morley produced today from New Studio Keith Finnegan to and your comments. have a good and a very safe Thursday we'll talk to you tomorrow just after the 9 o'clock news happy birthday Marcus